It's Christmas time again, suckers, and that's where me, Maury Clawhammer, comes in. I'm here to show you how you can get brownie points with the family and friends and ensure that you have quality podcasts to listen to when you're supposed to be working. So, fellas, what you do is you go to the two truefreaks.libsyn.com, spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, and then you shop through the Two True Freaks Amazon link. That way you get presents for your old lady and kids and the freaks get a little cut at no freaking cost to you. You get the stuff you want and ensure that fine Demonzacorp podcasts like this one don't have to steal from peaceful citizens just to put food in their yaps. Got it? And ladies. Oh, come on. Let's face it. There's no ladies listening to this sausage fest. And while you're at it, why don't you buy a t-shirt? They're made out of cotton, not dog crap. Jeez, whatever. Merry Christmas. I sense a disturbance in the force. You always sense a disturbance in the force. I don't like this. Together by live simulation via the internet, Scott Gardner and Chris Honeywell. Good morning. Nice of you guys to drop by. I cannot believe the question. It's like, what is indigestion? Not that spells and indigestion are the same. Bring it in big. <laughs> I cannot okay. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, it's the, it's the Star Wars Christmas special. Which, we're going to distinguish that from the Star Wars Holiday Special, which is a TV show, but this is the Two True Freaks Star Wars Monthly Monday Christmas Special. I am the Merry Elf Chris Honeywell, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm here with my co-elf Scott Gardner, Space Elf. (laughs) Space Elf. Space Elf. Well, hey, you know what? Speaking of uh, of space elves, I was trying to figure out how I was going to bring this in, and you actually gave me a beautiful segue without even knowing where the hell I was going. Wow! Um, <laughs> I, I have been itching to, to mention this for the longest time, but I've been saving it and saving it and saving it, so I finally get this to reveal. Dude, I was geeking out so hard at work. About a week or so ago, I'm trying to remember exactly how long it's been going. Maybe it's been two weeks now. But anyway, I came into work one day, and they had totally, you know, done, done the Disney magic and changed out the resort overnight while I was gone. And I came back, and we were in full Christmas mode. You know, trees were up, garland was, you know, every all the decorations, everything at the resort was up, the big Christmas tree, everything. And, of course, our background music had changed over from, you know, normally we've got a, a mix of um, music from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. 
you know, it's like pop hits and it, it switched over and now it's all Christmas music. So, you know, I was kind of, you know, jazzing out to it and everything because it's, it's this time it's like, quote unquote, like real Christmas music. Whereas before, you know, last year at Christmas time, I was uh, in monorail. So I was at the transportation ticket center and I like the Christmas loops that they play there. But the problem with it was, was it's that kind of like tinny, almost like Muzak versions of Christmas songs. And the loop only runs about 22 minutes. So, I mean, you know, when you listen to it for three months, it kind of wears on you. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, this yeah. loop is like a, at least a couple hours long. And it's and it's real Christmas songs, you know, with, with, with you know, vocals and everything. You know, and some classics, you know, like... Uh, the Bing Crosby, uh, David Bowie, th- you know, where they sang together and, you know, you know, White Christmas and all, you know, the classics, you know, the Grinch is in there and all that. So I'm listening to it and oh, really man, getting into it. Why does it always got to be White Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> so, Just asking. So I'm listening to this at work and, you know, kind of, you know. It, it's just kind of on in the background, and every once in a while, I would I would hear something and be like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." So I'm working away, and all of a sudden, I hear, you know, the beginning of. Let's see, we have a scarf oh. for Skywalker, right? And I was like, "No way! There is no way that what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas is on this loop." Sure enough, it is, dude. I was geeking out so hard. And I don't like, see why it wouldn't be. Everybody you know? I worked with was like. All right, for one thing, what are you geeking out about? For two, what is this annoying song? I was like, no, what? you don't understand. This is my favorite Christmas song, and I can't believe it's on here. So I'm telling people all about, you know, what the song is and where it comes from. I and thought the... Bells, Bells, Bells was your favorite no, song. No, 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 it is. <laughs> what do you get a Wookiee for Christmas, dude? Oh, I was I was geeking out. So I'm you know I'm telling everybody about it, and they're like, I have never heard of this. And I was like, Well, you've heard of, of Bon Jovi, right? And they're like, Yeah. I was like, Well, where do you think Bon Jovi got his start? And they're just looking at me like they <laughs> have no idea think? where what yeah. I'm talking about. I'm like, No, seriously, John Bon Jovi's first album, the Star Wars Christmas album. So, well, wasn't that didn't that, that come out on Buena Vista Records? You know, I think you know. I think it is now that I now that you say yeah, that. I hadn't I even. Mean, it's, yeah. Disney's probably got the rights to all those songs. You know? I hadn't but, even thought of that, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that was Buena Vista Records. Now that you say that, I need to look I that up. I have a memory like an elephant. <laughs> I'm <gonna hate laughs> really that one too. stupid elephant. <laughs> well, speaking of Star Wars and Disney, I just had one. Uh, Quick thing I wanted to throw out here. I want to throw out a uh, quick uh, kudos and congratulations to my employer, the Walt Disney Company, because it was announced uh, by Themed Entertainment, uh, the uh, Themed Entertainment Association, back on uh, November 14th, that Walt Disney Parks and Resorts received four FIA awards. Now these are some sort of like theme park uh, insider awards type of things that they got. Um, and uh, one of them was for outstanding achievement for an attraction refresh. And that was for Star Tours, oh. The Adventures Continues at both uh, yep. Disneyland and uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios here in Florida. So uh, I just wanted to say, hey, you know, congratulations. Well deserved because I know they you have prob- a- Disney probably rakes those things in, don't they? Oh, you they know, I imagine so. I would imagine so. But, you know, well deserved in this case, because, man, that is just just an amazing amazing piece of technology 
I can't wait till next August. I'm telling you. I'll finally today, get to go on it. Today, we're going to have a blast doing that. And by that time, I would imagine that, um, you know, the, the Fuhrer ha will have died down enough to where, you know, we'll be able to ride multiple times and won't have, you know, hopefully won't have, like, ridiculous weights. Although August is... is well, it'll be during the Star Wars celebration. Oh, right? yeah. So it, well, yeah, the, yeah. There'll be a million true. Star Wars freaks around there. <laughs> that's true, too. Hopefully they'll just know two true freaks are coming and save a spot for us in line. That would be awesome. That would be totally awesome. Last thing I've got, and then I think we, we should uh, drop Ooh. our big surprise on our, on our listeners, but real quick, I want to give out great big, huge, special Star Wars and Christmas thanks to our very good friend Andy uh, Leyland, he sent me what is likely to be my only Christmas present, because let's face it, I'm 43. I'm pretty much the last one considered when it comes to, you know, Christmas presents in my family. You know, got to make sure the kids get theirs. There's there's not a lot of coal in Florida or else Scott would get more <laughs> presents. <laughs> but uh, I got a package in the mail the other day. I had no idea it was coming. It was from Andy, and it was a total surprise and a great and awesome surprise. I was so pleased to get this. But I was also very nervous. I was like, oh, please tell me he didn't send his own personal copy of this. He assures me he didn't. That he got, he sent me. Remember when we did the uh, the Return of the Jedi comic adaption special and Andy was one of our guests? Uh-huh. And he brought to the table his version of, of the Return of the Jedi comic was uh, a oh, British. The hardcover. Hardcover annual. He sent me the hardcover annual. Mm. It's beautiful it is that uh it's that same Sinkevic cover but it's now it's a hardcover so it's a glossy hardcover that pictures on both sides and you know what he's right he wins hands down as far as the the actual paper quality and printing process this is easily the prettiest version of this um but it's just odd because he was right you know the story does start um where a page two, after yeah, it's, yeah i think it's two pages it's it's where r2 and 3po are approaching java's palace i mean you don't really notice it because it just kind of jumps right in so it's it's not a noticeable cut but you know i mean if you've got the originals then yeah you're gonna yeah. you're gonna know it and it doesn't have have the supplemental material that the four issue mini does which you know that's fine anyway because that was just crap you know it was just put in there to hopefully sucker people into uh to buying it you know a second time around which i know i did and uh but this is just, it's gorgeous it is so pretty and uh i just wanted to uh publicly say thank you very much andy this uh this is awesome this was really really a nice treat and i was very glad to to learn that he had not sent me his own personal copy because that's i was so afraid he was like you know for whatever reason had sent me his own and i was like no i'm gonna have to send it back but yeah i don't know if our fans are like sacrificing their beloved comics <laughs> to us you know like not for you you, you get the, you get the ones nobody wants yeah <laughs> what well, andy will send me old like stuck together paged copies of what is that like viz magazine with all the like dirty cartoons in it and stuff that they have there that's what i get I got a rock. <laughs> well, you know, I was so tempted to start this episode like an old-fashioned Two True Freaks Christmas special, you know, with the with the big over-the-top 
you know, in alphabetical all the order, guest stars. guest stars. But you know what? That's gonna happen at the. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in real life. Oh well, now, I'm prepared for this one. I got some Dr Pepper here. Now, will will we be putting up ahead of time? What? Well, I guess you know what? I forgot to click on the picture that you saw. Oh my God, <laughs> that's not pretty. <laughs> It's one of the first shows that I've actually done the um, picture for before the show was even That's recorded. hysterical, dude. I found the picture and I said, ooh, I know what to do with that. The only thing that I didn't do that I think I may do is I may, um, and you'll see what I, you, you'll know what I mean. I want to work Gary Coleman in there. You know, it's funny you say that because, <laughs> yeah, that, that was definitely going to be something that I was going to probably repeatedly mention during the course of this. Because he doesn't get credit for being in this in in this he's upcoming thing, and he it. really should. He's yes, not he in it, but it sure as hell. I've always thought that. No, Bumpy a lot of times actors cool. will do like you know in the Baron Munchausen. Robin Williams was the king of the moon in Baron Munchausen, and you know there's union little union squabbles, so they have to uh, you know. You know, just go uncredited. So it's one of those things that Gary Coleman doesn't get a lot of credit. The late Gary <laughs> Coleman doesn't get a lot of credit for, and I just want to rectify that. <laughs> well, I am totally ready for this. And if, Gary Coleman's got a hot mom. That's all I got to say. If you haven't figured it out by, by now, folks, we are covering the uh, – how would how would you how would you describe this the much maligned? Star no, Wars. because it it deserves a lot of what it gets, a lot of the pissing on that's happened with it. But the the much the much ridiculed for sure. Yeah. And um, well, here's see, see, the thing with bemoaned. Yeah, see, here's the thing: is that this is going to put my feet to the fire, because I have defended this quite vigorously. You know, for 33 years. So you're an apologist. I have been, but now I'm sorry. Now we're gonna see. You know, it, it does it deserve it? You know what I mean? And but we'll, we'll get into that over the course of this because I, there's still I think there's still a lot to love in this, but there's just as much, you know, to to just groan and go, oh my god, over as well. So yeah, I think yes. I think this is gonna be a lot of fun. What what? Uh, we should probably state right at the beginning. I don't know about you. I haven't watched this, you know, start to finish in many, many moons. So it's not like I go in, you know, fully rehearsed, you know. I have MST no notes or anything. Style. Yeah, I don't either. I, I mean, I, I wanted to, to get a chance to watch it before doing this. And it just didn't happen. So I'm, I'm really going in very raw on this. But uh, not now that we're going in on this and people are already listening to our version of it. After you get done with our version, go track it down. And the thing about this is this isn't something that's like normally on somebody. It's a bootleg. So, you know, people mm -hmm. are, you know, however you got them, how, whatever format, it's going to be a little wonky because they're all a little different. Right. Um, but I strongly urge people to find there's uh, the Rift Tracks, the guys who did MST3K. They did a Rift Tracks version of of this of this that is literally like pee your pants hilarious it's like you know i had to watch it in like 20 minute chunks because literally tears would be running down my face it was i was it was one of those things where i was just savoring it in little pieces 
So go go out and find it. It's well worth. We're not gonna do anything like that. Those guys obviously studied it and wrote. Why are we plugging riff tracks? Because it's worth it. Yeah, I don't like to do stuff like that, but it's 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 literally it's people will get great enjoyment from it and. <laughs> You know, you know us. We like to give our audience great enjoyment along with the great pain that we deliver. <laughs> we are the gri givers of great pain and great delight. <laughs> so this is this is going to be a little weird version because this is just sort of the one that we that we found. You the, found in time. I found in time for the show. So I think this has some co commercials stuck in it and. And stuff, and it's got a little bit of a like fake copyright notice and countdown at the beginning. So I say Scott we do the countdown, yeah. Well, I'll I'll say uh we'll 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 uh, we'll do a little three two one. We'll start ours, and then we'll we'll do the countdown. So that countdown, it starts as soon as the picture for you'll you'll see like Han and Chewie. You know that's where the picture starts, and they're in the Falcon. So our countdown will sort of coincide with the beginning of that right. roughly right. so you know it's going to be an exact but you know i know there's a lot of you out there who d aren't even watching this at the, <laughs> at the same time so yeah lucky you you don't have to time it all up but uh i don't think you know we're not doing any super time jokes so if you're off by a second or two i think uh i think we'll It'll all be, be okay fine yeah all just right. relax god damn it okay <laughs> are you at zero zero I am at zero zero. All right, so are we ready for this? Yes. All right, on three. Ready? Mm -hmm. One, two, three. Okay. And I love it because it absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> I know. It plays, I'll but it's right just a static nerdy. picture. But it, yeah, I see my counter going. So, I'm I'm really looking Go. forward to this. Now it's doing all that Eight, fake. I hate seven, it. I six, five, four, three, two. Here we go. Ah. Uh, <laughs> the music sucks in this, by the Starts way. Starts right out with stock footage. I gotta say, Harrison Ford's acting is pretty good, decent in this. He's of sincere. Course. He is. Yes. He is sincere. I've noticed that as well. I need to figure out a way to, to turn the sound. of the show down but not lose you all right say something blah 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 can uh, you hear me good i can hear you pretty good <laughs> that's gonna have to be good enough i should have thought of that before we got started oh shit oh that's right i forgot it's life day <laughs> life day life day is uh, you know and and i guess halloween must be death day <laughs> I don't know if Halloween is exactly the opposite of Here we Christmas, go. Here's the Star Wars Holiday Special starring Little Orphan Annie. <laughs> Mark Hamill looks like he's like 12 years old there and a girl. He looks at Don't look at the camera. <laughs> she is stoned out of her mind. She, that's the exact same thing I'm thinking. They're like, don't look at the camera. Oh, that, he is wasted. Look at his CEO eyes. See right there. Looks like from that uh, anti- drug or anti-smoking commercial that he and R2 did. You remember I used to have yes. a poster for that in my room? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Darth Vader for Christmas. <laughs> I love it. They got they uh, 
This was that was where I first got. This is <laughs> where I first started. <laughs> I know. This is where I first started. Andy Rooney. Eddie, hi, how you doing? <laughs> this is where it's I first Gary started getting. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> and he even does a little scrunchy shoulders, like, "Oh, I'm such a scape, and then scamp." I, but, I, but, Norton, I, you are a metal case. <laughs> I mean, there's some. There's some charm to it being a collection of like 70s, 80s stars in there. But I remember when I was a kid, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't right. But then I saw that animated clip and I said, that looks right. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ralph McQuarrie. I like that they're that's living in, in a filmation cartoon. I think that's pretty cool, actually. Uh-huh. Unk Nakima. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to live in this house. It's very 70s, though. This is the, this totally actually kind of reminds me of my solar house. I was just going to say that exact same thing. Oh, poor Gary Coleman. Whatever happened to you? <laughs> you were so young and innocent and happy in in those days. And uh, why would a Wookiee be, uh, you know, this, even as a kid, I, I, I sort of always noticed the things like, you know, on Chewbacca World, why would it be X-Wings, you know, out of all the ships? Down. Yes, exactly. And you know the you know the, the 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 thing is Ben Burt probably this is probably all languaged out you know. Oh yeah. This is probably, this is probably di this is probably dialogue you know. Sit down and you know get ready for dinner. Oh mom, go clean up your room first you know. I love how he's got the old person dentures gummit like that's the sort of Pete Hesh. <laughs> Pete Hesh had his dentures out that sort of you know. I, 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 Oh, Mala, beat that meat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Mala in this, so. Oh, he touched yeah. it. That's gross. I'm That's trying to figure out what those out. are, if those are something that. They're that I spend, cookies. I spend a lot of time trying to figure out what things are like reused. You know, items that they've turned into a prop. They're Wookiee and... cookies. They're kind of like Scooby Snacks. Uh-huh. Oh, Mala. Oh, <laughs> nothing on under that. Oh, damn. Da oh, damn. Oh. That's they have Rubbermaid right. on Kashyyyk? I love it. I love it. He's got to take the garbage out. Is this all my life? Is this all there is for... He should totally sing somewhere over the rainbow right here. Exactly. You almost expect him to sit there with his feet just sort of dangling off the side. Uh-oh. Oh. The, it's... The birth of Ewoks. That is E.T.'s noise. Remember when E.T. Yeah. Yeah, well, nervous. Ben, was Ben Bur did Ben Burt do the sound for ET? Oh no, yeah, too? he did. Makes a lot of sense. 
It's probably like a goat, you know, a goat out of his sound library or something. I wonder, I, I wonder where the Itchy and Mala suits sit now. I wonder if they're like falling apart by now. I don't know. They're probably well preserved somewhere. Nah, the thing about this stuff is I think they build it for, you know, they build it to work for the show, but a lot of this stuff, like the, a lot of the materials it's are made out of aren't made to last, you know, they, they're, they're you know, the glues and stuff just sort of, and the rubbers will look great at first, but, you know, they degrade quickly. So a lot of this stuff just like falls apart or has to be re, you know, I, I, I they, maybe they have like the original, um, plaster casts and stuff and all that so if they had to make them again why no why why couldn't they put why couldn't they put um you know itchy in episode three right a, a, a little younger itchy well see this is the thing that's kind of irritated me about you know it's one of the reasons i you know I don't know how much we should go into this because, you know, we're, we're planning to do a, a special about, you know, the Timothy Zahn books. But that's one of the reasons why on my initial read, I largely dismissed the, the Timothy Zahn stuff because there's a big part made, you know, a big deal made of Leia going to Kashyyyk, you know, and it, it, her being her first time and learning about Wookiee culture and all that. And it's like, no, God damn it. They'd already all been there because they went uh -huh. there in this. And I, I, I've never liked the fact that just because some people don't like this, that they just want to dismiss it like it never happened. I mean, come on. All the principal actors are in it, you know? Well, they could, they could, they, they could retcon it so she was still there and make it not as, you know, they don't have to be like, and then she was there and was, you know, watching all this weird Cirque du Soleil stuff. Right, you know, yeah. Well, this goes into Electric Company here. This is where it kind of is like, okay, this is hard this to This is very Electric co Company. You're right. Well, I think they were capitalizing on the popularity of the the chessboard, you know, on the mm -hmm. Millennium Falcon. And uh, I gotta say, you know, now th you know, now thinking back on it, for a cheesy Christmas special, it it authentically has a Star Wars theme, without it being like that famous Donnie and Mar was it Donnie and Marie oh show where they God, had Chris yeah. Christopherson as Han Solo where it's on a stage and you know you got the dancers out there and they're sort of stormtroopers at least they tried <coughs> <coughs> to put it into some sort of look at the look on his face <laughs> just intense man oh that has that guy is right out of like the Liberace Christmas special right yeah. there I mean, this doesn't look like it's... I mean, it looks just as creepy to me as something like Cirque du Soleil. I mean, I, I, I absolutely have no interest to ever see that. Every, every well, ad acrobats I've ever seen for it just looks creepy and, to me. Acrobats and mimes and stuff and clowns are all creepy to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, now in a sort of retro, like, what a great moving GIF that would make. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's almost like something out of a, like, an old Godzilla movie or something. Yeah. 
Okay, this segment should have been over by now. <laughs> there's a lot of that going goes on in this in this uh there's a lot of time filling, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Because man, yeah, the budget, yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> some, that's some that's some that's some damn complicated dance moves there. It's like one step forward. It's like they're doing the that, the what you would call it, the hokey pokey. That grin that Gary Coleman just gave totally <laughs> reminded me of something out of like War of the Gargantuas or something. Exactly. Yes. Now, isn't there a like a you young get your ass over here and wash these goddamn dishes right now? I'll skin you alive. <laughs> oh, mom. Man, I'll Gary slap you into next life day. Wait for this role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't freaking know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> here they here they have their TRS eighty model two. <laughs> <laughs> This is like that. that this is uh, uh, that's another weird thing is seeing English in Star Wars. Yeah. On a screen and stuff, people speaking English, whatever. Okay, that makes sense. Having the weird symbols, or although they're just X's and O's and D's. Piece of shit. <laughs> Where the hell is Chewie? What the hell gonna, do they have a fire going for when they're they're wearing those thick suits? <laughs> exactly, they got these thick coats of fur. You'd think that would be kind of a fire hazard. Luke Skywalker is so condescending in this. He talks to them like they're like they're mentally challenged little kids. <laughs> And they kind of act like it too. They act, act like they act like they act like people when they're alone. But when a human comes, they they start acting like pets. They're all like, "Oh, look at us! We're jumping up and down and acting up." He looks funny. I wonder how soon this was after his accident. He looks really. He looks actually younger than he was in Star Wars. Yeah. Than he looked in Star Wars. But he does. He looks funny. You know what I mean? Like his, like his, the skin of his face looks funny or something. Oh, they probably got pancake TV makeup on him. Maybe that's it. It could be the fact that this is like a umpteenth generation copy got, too. Yeah, it looks like he's got like eyeliner on and stuff looks, like that. Yeah, he looks like a girl. He looks like Annie from the from the musical or something. <laughs> Chewie'll be here tomorrow. He's well he's got a little you're right. He's got a little bit of Annie, but he's got a little Ellen DeGeneres going too. <laughs> R2. R2 looks fine. You, oh, really? They could have stopped off for some space whores. You better smell his crotch when he gets there and make sure there's no funny business going on. Come on, Mala. Let's see your little smile. 
Come on, cutie. Yeah, come on. Smile, Mala. Yeah, baby. <laughs> God damn it, R2. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic fumes. Yeah, he Luke's, Luke asphyxiates there in the garage. <laughs> that was their way. That was their way of saying that they didn't get approved for Empire Strikes Back. They're like, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll solve it in the Christmas special. <laughs> That's some nice modular furniture they have there. It's. I love Ooh. these sound effects. Yeah. Straight off the uh, the Atari 2600. They remind me of like THX 1138 or something like that. You know, the, <laughs> the, the old school bleeps and blips of the future. Meanwhile, <laughs> is this a cutscene? Oh, it is a cutscene. I was going to say, because if this is off the monitor, we have another case of Star Trek uh, <laughs> panning and zooming security camera. It's it's just so weird that they were like, okay, holiday special. Who's the first person we're gonna think of? Art Carney. <laughs> it might have been an availability thing, some weird Hollywood. That guy's got quite a fucking push broom on his face. <laughs> And this is also, even more so than the movies, this is where they really like show Imperials as being very Nazi-like. Right. It reminds me of, but it, but it's almost like Hogan's Heroes or something, you know? They don't have any flat-out, like, doofy Imperials, but they're just that, like, you know, stereotype, surly badasses. I'm not obvious. This guy's just—he reminds me—he reminds me of Shatner when Shatner's up to funny business, just so blatantly, obviously winking. I know you get it, wink, wink. Yeah, Mala, I'll be by to drop off that extra proton energy pack too. Literally, you can almost just see them saying, telling them to stall for time. <laughs> I wonder if he even knows the, the, the script. Like, maybe he's reading it from somewhere. He's reading it right off the... He might be reading it right off the right. piece of paper there. <laughs> or he might be... He might be making it up. It's hard to tell. 
it's funny though we're watching this official it's almost it's it's weird because this is almost like something that really officially almost doesn't exist <laughs> right <laughs> we're not supposed to be seeing we, we weren't supposed to see this again ever <laughs> uh, would you like to pay me something for it or give me something in trade i said is he hitting on him I wonder if this is why, I've, uh, as a kid, I had so many dreams of being oh. in the theater for the next Star Wars movie and going, wow, this is going to suck. Because it would weird. just be like, you know, like them just talking and talking and then like not doing anything at all, which or is kind of like a sitcom or something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a good portion of this that is uh, unused footage from the original Star Wars, and I'm not sure if this is one of those scenes or not. But I know that there are a number of scenes that are in this that... Uh, it's so weird hearing... Kinda... Bum, bum, bums, like those Star <laughs> Trek, you know, music cues at the end of Darth Vader, you know? He usually had such majestic, you know evil music for it here and it and here it's like that brassy just like bam 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 well i you know i i wonder if uh if this had been scored by by williams or somebody more williams like if maybe that would have helped salvage it a little bit better you know what i mean i could have swore i heard a little bit of the et theme in there a little bit of da, 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 da. i swear just when you were talking about john williams i'll have to go back and and listen to it oh god oh, i hate god. this part <laughs> all right now, god, mark's here. mom's gonna teach him how to make a cake or whatever the hell they're making it's the first appearance of Harvey Corman. Can I just show, say that I've never, last. ever, ever found Ho Harvey Corman the least bit funny? I find Harvey Corman funny if he's A, in a Mel Brooks movie, or B, performing with Tim Conway. Otherwise, he's this. Right. You know, it's just... It's this sort of affected, com you know... He's got... He's got the look and the voice and the timing and the beats and stuff. Um, but it's, it's you know, it's just sort of almost like pre-programmed and it, it's just totally out of place. By now it's not out of place in Star Wars. It seems less out of place after what we've seen in the... Yeah. And this could have almost been funny, like, in front of a live audience on, say, the Carol Burnett show if it didn't have the Wookiees and it wasn't in space and he was just doing, like, Julia Child or something. Right. But it was just weird. It was uh, when I was a kid, I was like, really? I'm watching Star Wars as a sitcom right now or as a as a half sitcom, half variety show. You know? Right. It is basically a variety show. Well, yeah, I was reading something about this today, and that was one of Lucas's big complaints about it and why he basically pretends it doesn't exist is that he didn't really have much involvement, if any involvement, with it at all. And the people that put this together, that was their background was variety shows. So that's kind of why it has that feel of, you know, a, a, a Christmas variety show rather than you know, being very faithful to Star Wars. But 
on the oh, flip side, you know, one thing that he himself pointed out that I hadn't really thought of is that, you know, this is the first sequel to Star Wars. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, it is. And, <clears throat> you know, no, but with all the maligning of it, there's still some nifty stuff in here that still, as, as, as we'll see when it gets, gets along. I'm glad we're talking over this. This. This part this sucks. Is, it's just gone on. It's also gone on for about three minutes longer than... Yep. Well, you know, one thing I wanted to get back to was that it's it's very odd to me that, you know, arguably the most popular uh, expanded universe thing that ever was was the, the, tr the Thrawn trilogy, which ignores this. But then over time, Mala, Itchy, and Lumpy have been brought into you know the the expanded universe proper oh they are yeah you know to the point so where Mala is quote unquote real yeah she's she's you know uh chewie's wife and uh lump or i mean uh itchy is i think she i think he's chewie's dad if i'm not mistaken and then lumpy uh you know although i haven't read the books yet i only know a little bit about it he he's you know, he comes into the picture a little bit later on as Chewie's son and comes in. And I think he kind of sort of replaces Chewie. I think he assumes Chewie's life debt and everything, you know, after Chewie's death and all that. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to when I get to that era, if I ever freaking get there. It's taken me forever to read through everything. Plus, I'm trying to read Trek books at the same time and keep up with comics and everything. But, uh, I'm actually looking forward to that stuff because I like these characters, you know. I love that they have old-fashioned like, um, oh, what what is the name of that? I can't remember the name of that kind of metal, you know. But it's old west sty style metal pot. Yeah. And she's got a flat screen TV too. <laughs> I love that about Star Wars though that they have that sort of organic. Who's manning the guns? I know that's a, the, the yeah I know the, whoever they are they're pretty pretty damn good. It makes you almost wonder why they even put a person in back of the guns when... I still say that at least Harrison Ford is sincere in this, you know what I mean? Well, they just gave him a collection of Han Solo lines, and he says them like Han Solo. He, he commits to it. He's totally... Right. He's totally... He's not vamping it up. He, it, that, and it's funny because it, it... These were sort of the best parts were the most star warsy parts because they had the the special effects and stuff and and a lot of people don't think about it now but just showing these little clips of the special effects were a huge deal oh yeah you know because that stuff was just cutting so, edge so novel yeah and so hard to see <laughs> that, it, that any and then you got this where it's just like uh your game of berserk is over in the uh, <laughs> the imperial dudes on TV. I am pissed. He, you know what? It's funny is he looks like one of the CG, um, not imperials, but officers. You know the good guy officers on Clone, uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. Like his 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 uniform actually looked like molded. Get the hell wow. out of here. Did, he sounded like a tauntaun right there, actually. There's a little <laughs> tauntaun going on there. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. 
I love that they still knock and... Eh? Nobody here but us Wookiees. Why don't they have a view screen for the outside? I also like that, that you don't... There's no, like, translation for the the Wookiees. They just are yeah. doing their Wookiee thing. And, uh, I mean... I mean, I would have preferred it if it was, like, a straight-up, you know, realistic portrayal of day-to-day Wookiee life instead of, like, you know, um... Different Strokes Wookiee version. <laughs> but, uh... This is so weird. So weird. Rebel, 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 I brought you some fries. Lumpy's true father is the Hamburglar. Rebel, rebel, rebel. The Hamburglar uh, burgled some something else. Yeah, come on, what did uh, you get? He gets a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> what does he get? <laughs> oh. Alright, I know what he gets. What does what does Mala get? What was the present that Mala got? I, I can't remember what Mala gets. Cause Lumpy gets the thing that, that puts this uh puts this on the map. He gets the little doesn't he get the little uh T V thing that, that plays the the cartoon? Well I don't I don't know if that's Let's see. I, I, I know that he sets that up down there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I think you're right. His brand spanking new Amiga. Look at that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Now, <clears throat> can you say ahead of your time, ahead of its time in the, in uh, foreseeing the, the internets right here? Yeah, with special <laughs> DVDs, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just funny that a human and a Wookiee it can have wow in common. <laughs> oh God. I'm, when I was a kid, somebody told me that this was ELO. The ELO no, did the, all this the music. Part, the part that's Jefferson Starship, I always thought was ELO until we Maybe that's where I used again. to. Yeah, I would have sworn that it was ELO. But yeah, this Maybe part that's here where is, I got that delusion. Yeah. This is yeah, that this other is, stupid. This is the space LSD part of it. This is just, this is like Itchy's version hi, of of. Can I'm you Jack Horkheimer, the Star Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> this is although. Uh, can you read my mind sequence here? But this, you know what this is? This is this is all sort of a little reminiscent of uh, Episode Three, when the uh, when Palpatine takes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> takes Anakin to the yeah you're right to the opera, maybe um, maybe Art Carney's about to turn uh, Itchy to the the dark side. He's well the maybe maybe Itchy's gonna turn this woman to the dark side if you know what I'm saying there. <laughs> hmm. 
Well, speaking of uh, of episode three and Wookiees, see, I, I just not long ago I finished reading that uh, the AC Crispin uh, Han, <clears throat> Han Solo trilogy, and one of the things I really liked about that was it told this the backstory about Chewie and Mala and all that, and talked a lot about Kashyyyk. They spent a lot of time on Kashyyyk in one of those books. And I really liked that story. I thought it was very good. But it also had, had said something to the effect that Chewie hadn't been back to Kashyyyk in something like 50 years, which, of course, you know, with the release of... That means uh, Mala's episode, lonely. Yeah, oh, yeah. So by oh, the time he yeah. went back, you know, she was, you know, totally, mm. you know, ready to settle down with him. You know, she thought of, basically thought of nothing but Chewbacca's, you know, while he'd been gone. But then uh, episode three comes out, and it's got Chewie in it, you know, on Kashyyyk fighting, you know, the the droid army and all that. So it's kind of screwed up that whole timeline again. This is like some weird Westworld scene, or what? Remember that movie Looker? Yeah. It's like I something do. out of that, some weird 70s, you know. She looks like the or, Dolmen of Elosh is what she looks like. It's It's got all those 80s weird, um, what was it, what, Natalie Wood's last movie in it? Brainstorm. The, Brainstorm, you know, where he's like on the loop of the... <laughs> right. The orgasm loop. Mm-hmm. But she does. She looks like. Remember that episode of Star Trek where Kirk fell in love with the the Dolman there, where she if she cried, and, yes. and the tears touched a man, and the man fell like crazy in love with her. She looks a little yes. like her. Oh, Jesus, don't sing. Thank God. Hey, thank your lucky stars. It's not Carrie Fisher singing yet. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this is painful when you can't fast forward. Yeah, I know. Or go take a piss, or... <laughs> well, I guess I could go do that. You could, but that's, like, yeah, not conducive to good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you with me. <laughs> that's what we need. That's what we need, our little, you know, roving microphones so people can hear, you know. We could, walk, we could just walk amongst our house, throughout the house, doing our podcast. That would be Down awesome. the street. See, seeing like Scott Gardner walking down the street talking into a, a headpiece about you know comic books and uh, or um oh what's what the hell is his name there the uh hell, any any anybody who gets you pissed off <laughs> basically they would oh, think Grant you were Morrison. some Grant Morrison or something you're walking down the street doing your podcast and that they're thinking like. They think it like you're firing somebody at, at a <laughs> job or something. <laughs> oh my god! And they so I guess the uh, the height of TV special effects during this era must have been the double exposure. Is what I'm thinking. The double exposure and a star filter over the um <laughs> the the lens so that all the lights go twinkly, and then a little little um kaleidoscope. That reminds me of when I flushed Chroma the toilet. Key. Really? That's not healthy. You should have that checked out, man. Oh, after, I, after <laughs> I've been eating some blueberry. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Boo. Booberry. Because <laughs> it gives you green shits. I love it. 
fluorescent green. Now I it, it's funny because this is so prequely. It's somebody. It's it's <laughs> it's a lot of stuff <laughs> shot in front of a green screen. It would have been we'll blue back then, though. Right. Uh, yeah. Come on, Marilyn McCoo, go away. Jesus Christ. Marilyn McCoo, that is. She does look like Marilyn McCoo. It's weird because she's not really a bombshell. You know what I no, mean? No, she's and not. Like, and he's like, here's something that's a little... So you would think there would be like more busty... Especially if you're an old Wookiee, you'd think you'd want a more exaggerated human woman with maybe a little more. Why would a Wookiee, an old Wookiee, be attracted to a woman anyway? I mean, why would I know be they must to look another Wookiee? You would they think. must. I know you'd think like human women would look so scrawny and emaciated and like like their hair. They'd look like their hair was falling. They'd look like a Wookiee on chemo or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whoa, man! Oh, Whoa! Man. It's full of stars. I gotta stop smoking pot. <laughs> what happened to her face, man? Yeah, exactly. It's full of stars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a movie I have not watched in a long time. I love, love, love that movie. It's so scandalous. Everybody hates that movie so much. I could watch it over and over. Oh, I don't. I could watch it, it over and over and over again. Time. Why is it all smoky in there? I don't know. I can't believe it took so long for Anthony Daniels to show up in in this. Because R two and three PO are like the easiest Star Wars characters to trot out because you could just throw some asshole in a suit and dub their voices in later oh she is wasted i was just gonna say she is totally fried dude she is look at I, uh, hey uh -huh. hey i should know see 3po 3po can you give me some nachos <laughs> just shut up and have r2 nuke me up some nachos <laughs> And another thing that I notice is Luke seems to know a lot of languages because he speaks Wookiee. And, you know, they, ma they make a point to show that she doesn't know how to. Maybe she's just too baked to, to, talk, to understand Wookiee. I don't know. I'm too baked. They're talking too fast. Uh, she's got the Jefferson Starship turned up too loud in her headphones. <laughs> in her earphones. <laughs> Can you bring it's a nice, human? Okay. Can you bring? No. No, speak of the English. Speak of the English. Who keeps moving the camera to fit him in? <laughs> I remember from you, you from the honeymooners. You're our only <laughs> hope. Oh, dear. They're so condescending to those Wookiees. I, I, it's Help me, Norton. Uh, uh, oh, Kenobi, you're my only hope. <laughs> 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 it's just like they woke up John 
Williams in the middle of the night and handed him a Casio keyboard and <laughs> told him he had 15 minutes to <laughs> squeeze off a soundtrack for the Christmas special. I never seen so much use of Reese, you know, <laughs> using the footage there. Jeez. Never seen so much rehashed footage in a Christmas special before, Chewie. Now that's kind of cool because that's but actually they, from Star Wars, and they just changed the color of, the, of they, Yavin from red to, to green. To that's green, cool. yeah. All right, that's so. Cool. Now I know they're selling out there. I know there's copies of somebody's got a minty copy off a original, you know, uh, a cut of this out there. So I'd love to see. I'd love to see this in its full. Well, something I was looking at quality. today says that uh, on the. I don't know if this is true or not. This is just something I was reading on the internet. <gasps> that's not Han Solo. He's a little short for a storm. I was just gonna say, the those, the, the, yeah, somebody at Clone Control is not at Clone Qual. You know, inspe Inspector Number Ninety Nine didn't check that clone. You know, <laughs> he should have got tossed back. All right, this guy sucks. This Imperial guy. This guy reminds me of Thrawn actually, because he's all pompous and arrogant and thinks he knows yeah, everything. He's a he's a you know a stereotype Nazi right down to taking one glove off and slapping it in his hands. So. Damn, what the so, hell was I just going to say a minute ago? I had a point I was going to make, and now I totally sidetracked myself. What the hell was I, I talking about? I have no idea. Meanwhile, they're going <laughs> house to house in all the Wookiee, in all of Wookiee world. I don't know what the hell is going on in your brain. Jesus Christ, why are you asking me? If I knew what was going on with your brain, I'd fucking check myself in, man. Ah, oh, damn so, it. I had a point I was going to make, too, and now I can't remember what it was. It's, they're going house to house and, and like shaking every Wookiee down, you know, to see if they're hiding something. Where is the other Wookiee male? <clears throat> and of course, he just. I, I, lo I love when characters like take a situation that's not suspicious and then try to make it not suspicious by being insanely suspicious. It's not comedy. It's a very important thing, identification. Anyway, I never lose a chat about my identification. It's uh, very important. It's a time like this. I just found my identification. I have it in my pocket there. Search the dwelling. Most of you may notice that little leather case. Yeah, that's some comedy under pressure going on there. Well, what kind of wuss-ass Wookiee is Mala anyway that she didn't just lay into these guys the moment the door opened up, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Mala, even Itchy is an old Wookiee. They should be able to just pluck these guys' heads off and, <laughs> you know, in, in post-haste. I love this secret panel. At least Art Carney never made his way into the real movies. You little shit. <laughs> That's it. Rip his fucking head. <laughs> oh, she's growling at him. I like that. Boys, uh, take it easy, relax, put your feet up, and uh, make yourself to home. 
Get the hell out of there already. Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling saying you. the same thing. Shut up and get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Meanwhile, the director's off screen going, giving the little spin the wheels <laughs> sign. <laughs> keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> this thing's two hours long. God damn it. Give me back my cat carrier. I love it. It's, got, it's like the space boom box there. Oh, this this is bound to be something really interesting. It's an easy bake. <laughs> oh, how much more time can you waste? Get on with it, Norton. I think actually this this guy actually says get on with it at some point. He looks like sort of like Corporal Butthead. Will you get on with it? <laughs> <laughs> it's yellow. Hold on tight to your <laughs> dreams. Ooh, this is going to be spectacular because it's space entertainment. This actually isn't a bad song, though. These guys are definitely high. <laughs> you gotta remember this was probably you know you gotta remember George Lucas and that whole crew what the hell that's a what's pool he cue. singing into up the end of a pool cue it's making me uncomfortable <laughs> it's a it's a band roll-on <laughs> don't look at me like that He's got some sort of space mullet going from what I can see <laughs> here. There's something going. There's some party going on in the back there. <laughs> I believe if that's Marty Balin, I believe that's the guy that actually got punched out at one of his concerts by a Hell's Angel. I so Get want one down, of those. Imperial. What? <laughs> I know, he's got one finger tapping. Even Imperials enjoy the stoner music of the 60s of the Jefferson Starship. <laughs> Except they're more of the stoner music of the 70s because they went from airplane to starship, man. That's awesome. It was the next step. They never became Jefferson Time Machine or anything like that, though, or Jefferson UFO or... I guess Jefferson Starship would be the same thing. You can definitely tell that this is like pre-MTV days because even the greatest bands in the world couldn't make a music video worth a shit before MTV came along. Remember when for, yeah, a, for a while there, MTV would actually dig up like archival videos of like CCR and stuff like that and yeah. you watch them and just go, what is this shit? I, I mean, the music I was think... great, but the video portion of it was just it was like this it was all yeah. weird chroma keyed trippy special effects i think a lot of those old mtv those videos they showed were um from you know like music shows like the right. blue jean oh, yeah. network or something where yeah. they just cut you know a hastily edited together thing where it wasn't you know there was some stuff like queen's bohemian rhapsody that they actually made that into a 
a video, but you know, I mean, there just weren't a lot of music videos made because it, before MTV, because there was just no reason for it. This guy's right. doing like the the ACDC thing with his little shorts and stuff. I don't know this. <laughs> oh, this is looking mighty blurry on mine. I is can't believe. All pixelated? I mean, is it like heavy? Oh yeah, pixelated? oh yeah. They got that. They they smeared Vaseline all it over. It looks the, like Conan playing a guitar, here. from what I can tell. Yeah, it's like an '80s hair metal band at this point. They've even got the, <laughs> the nifty little uh, bondage, you know, um, collars on and stuff. I, I don't know. It's not you, a bad song, though. You would have you. I you, no, it's not a bad song, especially for this time period. It's it's pretty rocking for, yeah. especially for this particular special. But you'd think they could have at least given them fake instruments from the you know right. the Moss Eisley you know instead of guitars and let 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 them play space guitars or something like that since they i mean they're obviously they're lip syncing so well, i've always wondered is this guy supposed to be playing like a light microphone you know like a cuz it always looked a little bit lightsaberish to me you know like a I light i think that's what they were going for i think that's what they were going for that was that's particularly bad you know art carney rocking out I just want to see Art Carney come up behind that guy and go, you know, I got some Wookiee porn too, you know. Put a put a spear through him. And, you know, <laughs> and now puts a spear through him, and then Mala picks up the other two and mashes their heads together and crushes them like walnuts. That's what I want to see. This looks like um, this looks like the scene where they're bringing the robot to life in Metropolis. <laughs> come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! That reminds me of the disc battle part. Tron. Tron. Yeah. Now it reminds me of Mickey Mouse. Luke Giaconetti's going to hate this episode because it's all it's just been us going, oh, this reminds me of that. Oh, yeah, this is that part. He's going to hate this. I'm sorry, Luke. I can't do Luke, better. Luke, you don't want us to describe what's going on, honestly. Meanwhile, this Imperial's been sitting in their house while they're searching it, goofing off, watching music videos the whole time. I was thinking about that, time. actually, yes. Why isn't his commanding officer going over and going, what the who's, fuck, dude? Who's obviously a hard-ass. Although he does have two big ballpoint pens in his pocket. How long is he going to drag out this Imperial ordered exit from the friggin' house? Get out of here! Min ten minutes ago, they already told him to go. Investigate the upper area. That's what she said. Shoot him. Shoot him. Exactly. Finish the search of this house. Yes, it's it's taking us 45 minutes per house. <laughs> this planet has a population of 3.5 billion Wookies. We don't want to have to hurt anyone. I hate the smell of burning hair. We're here for. But when my men get angry, I can't always control them. We are going 
continue our search. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What a nice Imperial. I'm surprised there aren't more costumes out with Itchy and Lumpy and Mala. There's, there aren't more nerd people who dr don't dress their kids up as Gary Coleman. Now! Yes! Here we go. Oh, this is cracked. Nelvana Studios, just a great animation house out of Toronto, Canada, did this. Now this, when I was a kid, I was sort of yes. very disappointed. When this started, it's like, <gasps> oh my God, the Marvel comics have come to life. Yep. It was just like, this is one part. It felt like Star Wars. It felt like a, a hey, is that Japanese. A, is that one of Akbar's people? A, a Mon Calamari, yeah. It's got Japanimation comic books and real star wars all mixed together it was yeah. just i remember when i was a kid going oh my god this is a ri as original looking as star wars itself is dude i wish they had done more i wish they had done like a full-length movie of this that would have been freaking awesome well i think nelvana was responsible for all the animated star wars you know droids and ewok stuff but by that time, they were more of doing, you know, like production line. You know, this was like right. they spent a lot of time per second, you know, on this. I can't believe this has never been adapted, you know, like into comics or, or something or like a photo novel or something like that. Well, I can't believe Lucas just, if, if anything, didn't remaster this. And That's what I started to something. say before. Yes, according to something I was just reading on the Blu-ray, this is an Easter egg on that new Blu-ray set that just came out. Oh. Not the full holiday special, but just this, this. animated uh, Yeah. Because let's face Amen. it, this is the only thing that's really truly worth a shit on the whole thing anyway. Although, you know, I still like the other part, you know, portions of the other part, you know, the live action stuff. Because yeah, I like this the part when Han Chewie Star finally show up and they throw the Imperial. You know, I think he either Han either trips the guy or, or Chewie throws him off the balcony. I always like that part. Damn, See, I, I mean this this this, this I know, and this was coming out right about the time the Marvel Comics had them on a Water World. Yep, and and the animation was just really liberal with having aliens around so you can have weird ass aliens oh, i love it and the they they have the um the the weird wipes you know and dissolves and yep the the the, the movies have like this with the with the big pontoon to keep it a yeah that shit's cool well plus it's all the voices too Yes. You know, which not even like the, the Buena Vista records or the, or the you know, like the radio shows and stuff, not even any of those had all of the original voices. Usually they'd get Anthony Daniels and that was it, you know? This has got everybody. That part with the big dragon thing reminded me a lot, like you say, of the Marvel comics of the time. Oh, remember that ship that I had that had the snap-off head like that? That actually yep. looked something like that? Yep. It's funny. I was just thinking. I love this. This um, sea is like this jello-y, viscous. Yeah. 
gloop. And I mean, come on, Boba Fett. He's badass in this. I want to get the action figure they put out that's colored like this version of Boba Fett. It's so funny. So much of this is about... Yeah, I love how this is just like about... It's about friendship, you know? It's mm -hmm. He keeps saying, friend, friend. I wonder how this fits, if it, if it does at all, into continuity, because, you know, like in that Han Solo trilogy, he knew Boba Fett well prior to this. They'd had run-ins with him and stuff. Uh-huh. So I wonder if this is supposed to fit in any sort of continuity at all. Well, I'd Han hate to think of, it's just Han's, dismissed. Well, Han is sort of out of commission in this, so he can't uh, really tell, true. you know, yeah. he's... he's, he's so he, so even if he knew, I love how they show three PO's eyes, shuddering sideways and stuff too. Yeah. You know, like closing sideways and. Chewie, you've got talent. What's wrong? And a really cool looking stylized Chewie. Yeah, I can't. It's, it's, I, I'm having a hard time talking through this because I just get yeah, I so know, I just sucked watch it. I into know, the it's beauty awesome. of it. <laughs> Han Solo is so... <laughs> the way they draw his face in this is just hilarious. He's he's the, the they're all pretty like you know they've all got character caricature aspects of him but Han is really just sort of like you know jug like chin and it's just oh I love this it reminds me a little bit of heavy metal comics too oh yeah artist Mobius yeah French artist I like that part where uh, Boba Fett shot out the coil thing because he does that again in uh, Return of the Jedi when he in wraps Jedi. the call up. I think he uses his rockets in this too, doesn't he? Yeah, when he gets away at the end, he uses at the his end, rockets he flies to fly. Away. Yeah. I, said I like the color scheme of him here. I like how everything is sort of like washed out and watercolored. Yeah. This makes me, I, I love this. Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like how they've got, you know, like, different languages going on in the background it's just they put a lot of time and effort in making this really authentic mm -hmm. which i think that might have ruined a lot of the rest of the special because you have this right smack down and right here oh my god so cool yep oh when i was a oh shit gary coleman you ruined <laughs> now also you ruined i remember it. When I was a kid, I was like, what is the, you know, I, I remember being like, oh, shit. Okay, good. He changed the channel just in time. But now I'm thinking, why would it, you know, why couldn't he just leave the cartoon? You know, the guy's like, is this a cartoon of Han Solo? He's a rebel scum, you know, come on. <laughs> <laughs> True. 
it's just amazing by this time they already have cartoons available of the whole Star Wars crew <laughs> in real Star Wars world. Why in the other movies didn't someone stop Luke Skywalker in like Cloud City and go, are you Luke Skywalker? I watch your cartoons all the time. All those cartoons are awesome, man. That's cool. That's really uh, James really Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, yeah. Oh, no. It's funny. I have uh, these Star Wars breakbeats, and one of them ha is called a very Boba remix, and it's all remix of that. And it, over and over again, it has uh, the best bounty hunter in the galaxy over and over again. See, the music's even better in this. Mm-hmm. Everything. It's just like the, the, the quality cool. level shoots through the roof, you know? And, and I mean, the animation, this animation is no joke. It's very detailed and, you know, was probably took a long time to do. Mm -hmm. Look at that <laughs> What happened? What does it matter? Somebody straight. Why the long face, Han? That's funny. That's also like sort of predating Harrison Ford coming out of uh, carbonite freezing yeah. too and being all grogged out. See, Han Han's conscious in this part here, so that doesn't quite mesh up. He might still be just out of it enough to not know what's going on. <laughs> Look, I'm creeping backwards. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna stop me. Cool. And see, we'll see that that hatch in Empire too, because that's the one that uh -huh. Mando goes up through. It smelled like shit. <laughs> Let's get off this uh, uh, pilgrim. You could actually. You could actually hear 3PO going, ha, 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 Don't be over. No. That means we got to go back to Gary Cole. No. Oh. Damn it. Look at these assholes. Let's rouse the kids' room. Maybe there's some. <laughs> what a bunch of pricks. Let's break everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't do that downstairs where Mala could fucking tear their spleen out, but, you know, they're going to fucking throw his Legos all over the place. <laughs> oh, no, I, not I, the I always Bantha. Don't, don't rip the head off his Bantha. I always oh. remember this because you can see the Bantha neck bone when he tears the head off. Oh. Oh, look at that neck bone there. You asshole. Let's go. I want to go break some more shit. Our work's done. There must be other kids with rooms full of life day presents we can go <laughs> kick over. Now, this is going to make me sound like such an idiot, but when I was a kid, the part where Gary Coleman goes upstairs and finds his bantha broken, I, like, teared up. I felt I so did too. horrible I did, too. I thought that was so sad when was I was a kid. Even... <laughs> Even when I was realizing how cheesy and corny this was all, I thought I was like, man, that's pathetic. And, you know, I mean, 
Look at the the Wookiee makeup is very though very expressive. Mm -hmm. And well, you know, Gary Coleman's a good actor too, so he he does a lot with. Oh. Happy goddamn life day. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like that's what he said, too. Come on, Mala. <laughs> now I have to go out and bury him. Aww. That's sad. Goodbye, old friend. <laughs> it is. you talking about Willis <laughs> <laughs> what's he doing he's got an idea he's a crafty little bastard now wait now what was now what was that toy because the thing he watched the cartoon on was downstairs this is right. still something else Oh God! <laughs> uh, it's Harvey Corman. He's back, and he's gonna do some more uh, physical comedy. <sighs> you could tell that. You could tell like that he was. They, you know, they canned his play, his scenes in another place. Well, no, he does back turn and forth too. Yeah, because they're use. I bet you they're using an old school uh, TV studio camera, you know, on wheels. Oh, he's a robot. It's Max Headroom. See, so ahead of its time. I never thought of it. This is this this is sort of. Uh, It was ahead of its time, but it wasn't funny then either. <sighs> yeah, it's like they just told him, you know, you're you're gonna be a malfunctioning robot, and we'll fix it in post. It's 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 good to know they got glad bags in space. Be careful not to hurt yourself on the sharp edges. Wow. I mean it's kind of funny how there's a clink clink noise when his eyes blink, isn't it? No. Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Time for some Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Dr. Pepper, the drink of champions. Man, I wish I had some caffeine because I need it right about now. Hey, man, don't give up because there's fucking singing coming up. <laughs> there's at least two more two more instances of singing before this is all over, goddammit. I told you this thing was two hours long. Holy Christ. 
See, I, I think, don't remember it being this long. But, see, the last umpteen times I've watched it, you know, I had the benefit of the fast-forward button, too. So. No, uh, yes, and I also don't think this version that we're watching here is going to be two hours long because it's commercial-free. Yeah. So, you know, so this was... Okay. Oh, look, he crossed his eyes. That's funny, dude. No, he crossed his eyes, dude. That's hilarious because it makes him look goofy. <laughs> He's so goofy. Oh, dear God. <laughs> you got those cutaway that face in my nightmares tonight. I swear mm -hmm. to God. Lumpy going. <laughs> it's funny. I forgot to make uh, jokes about the gooch when the um, Imperials were beating up on him. The gooch? Was it? Yeah, don't you remember Different Strokes? That was a bully that used to beat up Arnold. Dude, I All didn't watch he'd... that shit. You know that oh, well. you know the kind of household I grew up in. <laughs> you, you know, you you know the rule in my house. That 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 just wasn't gonna play in my household. Let's just leave it that way. Meanwhile, in filmation verse, I think this is a a um. What 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 call it painting? <laughs> These assholes are still hanging they're around. Still there. They're hoping to get some. They're hoping they're gonna get fed. I think is what's going on. Time now for unused. Yeah. Yep, because I remember seeing all this footage was on. Uh, there was a CD-ROM. Yep. That came out years ago that had all this yep. stuff on it. Hmm. Guess what the most famous scene from Star Wars was. I remember writing a report in elementary school that you had to write about your favorite movie and I w was writing about Star Wars and being like, and of course everybody knows the best, you know, the best part of Star Wars was the scene in the alien bar. It's just so weird that, you know, it's become so ingrained in our consciousness that this doesn't seem as weird and insanely imaginative and awesome is when it first came out you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's it's just hard to explain how innovative and new it was and and it was is and it's even harder to explain that when you had that fresh out where star wars was fresh out this whole new style of entertainment and a whole different look than any before and then all of a sudden you had this that had a little bit of that in it, and then the 70s cheese. So weird. And then there's Maud. Yeah. Well, at least she's doing her Maud thing and, like, you know, emasculating some poor slob. <laughs> Is she still alive? Mm -mm. No, I think she. I think she. She died. I think Betty White might be the only one of them. That's left. I think Blanche, just the one who played Blanche, just died recently. Hmm. 
I don't know. I don't. I, I don't keep up with the Golden <laughs> Girls. Say, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care either. Shut but. up, Harvey Corman. You're not funny. Hey, there's Hammerhead. Oh, look at this. Oh, God, that's oh, comedy Oh, it's genius. a comedy gag. He pours the drink in his head. Those are his oh. eyes, you dumb bitch. <laughs> I know. She's, like, scratching on his eyes. Now, doesn't her song, like, focus around the word friend, too? He's, here, have a drink out of this flower, <laughs> flower pot. Or, or, you know, it's like a flower pitcher for watering your plants. I noticed when they were all dancing the Batusi at the beginning of this thing that uh, Walrus Man had two arms again. Oh. Well, maybe they grow back like um, like a newt or something, <laughs> or a salamander. What is this bullshit about? I've not been listening to any of this. There is. There oh, he's is got six fingers on Get it? And he counts off on him. It's there's some romantic tension between these two. He's he's got the hots for B. Arthur for the battle axe bartender, and she's blowing him off. She, maybe she's a space lesbian. Ah, you know, or maybe she's maybe she's even some different sex than man or woman, like like B. Arthur herself. Where's the no blasters, no blasters guy? Somebody shot him. I wasn't desperate. I wasn't begging, whining, groping, sniveling. I just came in here for a drink. Jesus. Feeling up B. Arthur now. I think I'm going to be ill. Now she just said. Oh, this is just awkward. <laughs> it almost, you know, it would have been funny if there was actually a sitcom set at the Star Wars cantina. This, this, this could have been like the. Uh, this could have been Cheers if this was developed into a. If this was wildly popular, it would have happened. I wonder if this why is why the uh, Star Wars TV show hasn't materialized yet is that, you know, Lucas <laughs> awakes in cold sweats every night thinking that this is what it's going to turn out to look like, you know? No, because he's got control over it now. You know, this was probably, you know, this was probably, he probably counted this as a mistake. After this, he was probably like, God damn it, I ain't ever going to, you know, he probably said, they, they probably said, oh, we'll put together a script and we'll film it up for you. But if you could come up with sets and costumes, you know, and stuff like that, because that end of it, it may be a cartoon, you know, and those were probably the end, the end that Lucasfilm had to keep up. And they did a good job. You know, the, the Wookiee outfits are fantastic, you know. But, yeah, he, he probably... That's that maybe uh, this actually may be why, you know, maybe the Marvel comics got a lot of shit and you know why everything was kept under such tight control after this. Please, 
See, now, wasn't this set, like, set up in one of the, like, guy's garage or something? Like, one of the guys from Star Wars, the special effects guys, like, reset up the set in the, his garage. Was because it? Because they wanted to, well, because they did, the, like, an anti-smoking or some sort of public service announcement ad set in the cantina. And they actually, like, like rebuilt this. I don't know if this is that same set, but it sure looks like it. I was gonna say she doesn't have security. That that guy also he he reminds me of um, Lurch when he was in Star Trek. What you said, Ludlow? Ludlow or Gludlow or something like that. I was trying to figure it out. Maybe all those guys end in O in that race. They're just like milking every one of these yep. <laughs> masks to its full potential. Look, I'm sorry, we are closed. The Empire just imposed a curfew on this planet. Everybody has to leave right now. That's funny. The Empire is telling everybody they can't drink. Planet wide curfew on drinking. Is that a midget or a little kid? I just always remember this part from when I was a little kid of going just like... I don't know, I just had this instinctual... Um, fear of B. Arthur, even as a little kid, or just yeah. you know, instant like dislike of B. Arthur. So, seeing her turn up in Star Wars was very unwelcome. I mean, my perception of B. Arthur has mellowed over the years. I guess I appreciate her as a. I've gotten to see her do like roasts of people when they used to do the roasts, and heard you know heard her just doing vile, rude, 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 rude blue comedy, and. Uh, if, if you ever get to see any of the roasts when she was alive, you know, I mean, so, somebody specifically is getting roasted, but everybody always took time out to roast, to just rip on B. Arthur a little extra. And it was always basically about her having a set of balls or something, you know, something to that extent. So she was very aware of <laughs> B. Arthurness. I I never could stand her. I, I and it's funny. It's like you say. It was it was one of those undefinable things because I was a kid. Is that a mouse? Yeah, it's like a giant mouse. And the way the way his body looks, it almost looks like when you see him from head on, he almost looks like he's got an Elvis wig on or something. <laughs> I don't remember there being a mouse in the cantina, was there? I bet you there was, but I bet you you just didn't really see it. You know. I'm telling you, they just got every costume in there, you know. Although that is one of my favorite creatures yeah. from the the cantina. He had that he has that Muppet look.
See his arms back. Andy's a lot happier than he was. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe now that his arm's grown back, he's like found space Jesus or something and he's a change. <laughs> Maybe his death sentence has been lifted in 12, 11 of the 12 systems. Look at the funky wolfman in the background there. Or is that Michael Myers from Halloween? <laughs> You know what? I have a suspicion that was Mark Hamill. <laughs> Something about his body language said that might have been Mark Hamill. Maybe just getting his chance to cop a feel on Beef to be Arthur. <sighs> I'm gonna stretch this out even longer into. Now this is turning into that, what was that lady's song? Mary something, those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. Now it's like Fiddler on the Roof in space or something. This is the part where the Empire should just march in and just <laughs> waste everybody because they didn't- Execution yeah, style, exactly. yeah. Fry them because they didn't obey the curfew. We didn't mean when you got around to it. Yep, that ship sailed 20 minutes ago, drunks. I cannot believe You're such a dear friend. that it really actually happened and exists that the Cantina Band song was taken and lyrics were put to it and B. Arthur sang them. Oh. I mean, if, if it didn't already exist, there's no way I'd ever believe that that could happen you know what i mean that stuff always happens and you know i mean i'm gonna point to the lyrics to the star trek theme yep. you know it just always happens eventually yeah make out with that midget ah. see they're working the whole friend Oh, now I'm sad that they're gone. I've been working so hard to get them out of my goddamn bar, and now I'm, I'm sad. Oh. Hey. How about a little volcano head? <laughs> I think she if needs that to was get a, a porno. great big fucking cat because she's got a hell of a mouse problem in that place. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I better put that space walkie-talkie away. Jesus Christ. When have you ever seen anybody whip out an antenna like that in Star Wars, you know? So how do they know they're the looking for a rebel? I forgot. Nah, they just roused Kashyyyk every 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 sorry life day to to for rebels. <laughs> okay, it's one stormtrooper who can't see worth the shit out of his helmet. Two full-grown Wookies. Why yeah, exactly? You know why exactly hasn't this guy been turned into a pretzel yet? 
Yeah, why isn't he why isn't he the life day roast? Danger. Oh, we're gonna get a I missed oh, the commercials. I, get a commercial. I know the commercials are so awesome when when you can find the one with the commercial. You sank my battleship. Don't break his light bright, you prick. That is it's like his face light bright. Yeah, you already broke all my other toys, you son of a bitch. Ah. Oh, yeah. What dude. a prick. Mom. Mom. That's it. <laughs> he what is, is saying mom, mom. Yes. This is a one slow, uh, slow motion ass fight. Wookie, and you have a crossbow. Once again, Harrison Ford selling it. Oh, that's nice. A nice uh, Wilhelm scream thrown in there. I like that. That was nice. I, I like it. He did a little uh he did a little fakey fakey to to put him on, off balance. Yeah, Eddie. It's okay, everybody. He's strong. He does sell it. He really does. Yeah. I don't know why he's so embarrassed of his performance in this. Because I mean, you know, he's just embarrassed that he was in it at all, probably. I mean, you know, but, he's but, got nothing to be ashamed of. He he delivers a top-notch performance here, and he, he didn't sing, so you know. Well, he's he's he lived. What did he say? He said his voice is changing. His voice is changing. He's growing all those. He's probably growing all those funny hairs. Or wait, how would you know? <laughs> how do you know when a Wookiee? Another another year or two, he'll be going rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> another another year or two, he'll be sneaking into Itchy's secret stash of Family video pets, that discs. Is. <laughs> I love you too, Gary Coleman. Where the hell's he go? go? Gotta go. It costs too much to have me here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't come cheap. Gee, your hair smells terrific. <laughs> <laughs> Ow! <laughs> so meanwhile, is he like, go? does he like, Take the mm -hmm. rope ladder down. He's stepping over the squashed stormtrooper body at the bottom. <laughs> eh? <laughs> Yay! This is awesome. I forgot about this. This is a whole whole sequence of dialogue. Hiya, Pop. <laughs> you got the same squinky eye as me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can't inherit a bandolier. Ooh, yeah, give me oh, some yeah. Wookiee love, yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sniff, sniff, sniff. <laughs> Why does your chin smell like Harvey Corman's balls? <laughs> <laughs> and then they start picking fleas off each other. <laughs> what the hell is it? <laughs> 
now all I gotta say is the they better have an industrial size fan in a Wookiee bathroom. Shoot him! You ever Shoot him! Of that? Throw him off the balcony. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Doesn't this guy have his own home somewhere? I cut. I put him in the wood chipper. <laughs> oh Christ! Officer B four seven one one. We are unable to reach you on your comlink. Is there a problem? You are instructed to turn on your comlink immediately. Why? Why are they transmitting it over? Oh, okay. It's a carpet. I get it now. <laughs> they could be like, is it you again? Is this a report about the missing trooper? It is, sir. Trooper B-4711 was here with three other men. They left and he remained. As soon as they had gone, he packed a lot of food from this house and he robbed me blind. Then he took off for the hills. Very well, we yeah, he always was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Can well, you believe it? Yeah. They bought that yeah. shit. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, they won't be checking that story out. <laughs> Well, I got to get back to the sewer. You guys have a good life day. Yeah. It's so funny that he was once known as the skinny guy. Is he still alive? He's got to be dead by now, right? I'm not sure. I can't remember having seen his obituary, but yeah, he's got to be about 150 by now. It's, I it's seem to recall up. thinking, what's his name? Um, Andy, um, not Andy Rooney, but the other, the other one, uh, who played Bill, <laughs> Bill on his own. Oh, Mickey Rooney. You know who, Mickey Rooney. I think Mickey Rooney's still alive. I don't know. I think he's like a jar in saline solution right now. No, you know who it was? It was Don Rickles. I saw Don Rickles on a TV show and he's that still guy's alive. still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Hockey puck. Jesus, that guy, that guy is like so like mean. He's just never going to die. And he was, he was just being nasty. It was hilarious. And he was, All right, this is so fucking grainy and shit. I can't, what the hell are they holding here? What are these? I things? don't know, but all of a sudden, how did the, the, all of a sudden there's a swimming pool in their living room or <laughs> something. It's like they've got the Sankara stones or something. I was going to say, no, it's not the Sankara are. stone. It actually looks like that, uh, the uh, idol from the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> show me it's... the idol. I throw you the Wookiee. <laughs> it's more Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot wow. they had their funky robes. Now, that just looks stupid. And then they all march into the light. This actually into sort of the light, makes, into this the sort light. Of <laughs> makes me think of um Oh, what was that Muppet? The 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 Muppet one, the the um, Muppets go to Dark Crystal. The, oh. the Dark Crystal. Yeah, the the Muppets walk into the light. Well, and then Krypton just blew up in the background. <laughs> Great oh, shot, oh, kid. Oh, that was oh. one in a million. <laughs> Luke Skywalker blew up Krypton. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the 
in the post-life day space <laughs> celebration studio. It's like Dry they're at the studio. Rock of Eternity from the old Shazam comics or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think they put him in that ro those robes because all the actors were like, I'm sick of sweating my ass off in this Wookiee shit. Can't you just, just put a robe over us so we can just put the arms and heads on? <laughs> It's got to be like 180 degrees in that goddamn outfit. And oh wow, Carrie Fisher doesn't even bother to put a bra on for the holiday special. God bless her. She's probably having sex with Harrison Ford in the in the room back there. She is wasted. Oh my god. Huh? The harmony and the peace of the freedom and the nachos. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> Boy, you want me to sing a song? Um, okay, let me see if She's I can. She's stroking think of on one. Chewbacca just a little bit too much to make me uh, comfortable. You know I, what I'm saying? He's a I married know. man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> This is this is what it sounded like when Darth Vader was torching her on the on the Death Star. I take great solace in the fact that at this very <laughs> moment at this is playing over the speakers at uh at Guantanamo Bay. I do take great comfort in that. Do they do that? Do they uh, is that is that I'm true? Pretty sure, yes. I've I've heard some of the some of the song well, some of the songs that I've heard that have been used for Well, there's been songs used for torture purposes and there's been lots of times where like the CIA would smoke people out of a house. I can't remember what country they had some dictator I think it was Marcos in the Philippines or something, and he was holed up in their ho in his house, and they just surrounded it with speakers and played, you know, heavy metal, you know, heavy metal music and stuff like that. That's a brilliant strategy. You just have to make sure you know what music it is the person hates. But you're this is a pretty <laughs> this one's a pretty uh, you can't go wrong with this one. <laughs> Now, see, I, I could never figure out, was that supposed to be like a dream sequence or something? Because Han yeah. left, Luke wasn't even there. So what, how do they just kind of show up at the end of this? Yeah, exactly. Well, it had the feel of, it's weird because it had that feel of like, maybe this was filmed in, you know, three different segments, you know, where they didn't have everybody together. So that's why you had a lot of people talking via, but then then you have this scene here where everybody's together. So why didn't they just have them all? The you know, yeah. I don't know. Did we see who wrote this? Did it say who wrote this yet? We should make a note of their name and Rust Google them. And Rusty see Miller wrote. probably wrote it. I have no <laughs> idea who the hell wrote this thing. Well, I I uh, it, it might be worth looking up and seeing what other work. 
Holy they shit! Did. They. I wonder if they paid uh, Alec Guinness for his, you know, half a second of screen time in this thing. Oh, where they're just well, yeah. No, now they're just showing. This is the. This is like, huge. This was huge money shot at that time. Oh they're yeah. Just showing. This is get your ass back to the drive-in for when it comes back this summer. That's what this is saying. Yeah. If you yeah. missed it, or if you want to see it again, here you go. Yeah. It's just rubbing in the fact that Chewie didn't get a medal at that ceremony. That's really what it's doing. Chewie does have a sort of look on his face of sort of like, wait a minute. Whoa. Hey, we got a commercial. The Star Wars collection. Awesome. I had most of this shit, too. I had that. I had that. I had the X-Wing. That's not Star hydrocephalican, though. I never had the remote control R2 because I thought he looked like crap, and I still think he looks like crap. I like the land speeder, though. I always wanted the land. I used to have a little <gasps> tiny. My there it so is. Oh, I miss that so much. I, want I have never seen one of those. I'll bet you those are cost a fortune like on eBay. Hey, that was the Star Wars Play-Doh set. I had that thing, too. I remember that, yeah. You could make stormtroopers. So when I when I ran low on stormtroopers, I'd just make them out of Play-Doh. Now what is... Are we back? Oh, is this the... Uh... Now that's weird why they had that one cartoon and then... What else could they possibly have to say in this that they haven't already said? There's nothing to be said. I've actually seen this part. When I was checking the, the quality of this thing, I saw this part. It's it's just basically them gathered at, like, Christmas dinner, and they bow their head in prayer to... I Whatever. don't know. Who would, who would Wookiees pray to? I don't even... The Force, I guess. It's probably just some vague New Age thing, but... God damn, for four Wookiees, that's a very little amount of food on the table. <laughs> well, they're going to eat that stormtrooper. Like, I was just going to say, you'd think there'd be a stormtrooper. It's like, it would be like boiling a lobster. <laughs> Leave him right in the shell. That keeps him soft. Keeps the flavor in. <laughs> Did they all just pass out? Maybe they were drunk and just like fell asleep at the table. I think that's <laughs> what was going on. Mala was played by a man. Oh, that's wrong. That's, that's wrong, man. The Waza troop, the Wazan troop. Those must have been those horrible dancers. Writer, who's the writer? Tell us who the writer is. I will find him. All right. Produced I don't by... recognize any of these names. No, they're directed by. Oh, there you go. There's oh, all your writers. By, uh, yeah, and okay, it went by, by really, really fast so that you couldn't <laughs> track it down and kill the later. <laughs> yeah, they forgot about uh, they forgot the in the future we'd have freeze frame. Bob Mackie costumes by Bob Mackie. Now is it? He's a famous designer. Is this an ad for Dallas? Flying high. Flying high. Do you, I remember that? It was about stewardesses. I think Carrie Fisher was flying high in this. Yeah, I think the writers were flying high too. Well, I still say it's not as bad as it's made out to be. 
Well, now it's reached the point where it's almost a historical document, you know. It's it's almost I mean, academic watching it. I mean, Although I gotta say, you know, the I mean, there's I fast think, forward would really help with this. I think if you and I put our heads to it, you know, I think that we could honestly do a decent fan edit of that. Because basically, what you need to do, you need to tighten up the editing. All right, I'm stopping mine. Are you are you still yeah, watching? Yeah, I'm stopping mine All too. Right. Because it's just that crappy commercial. I can't it's stand the, that. It's the horrible old commercial. It makes it they look have... like it's going to be a sequel to 2001 or something rather than what it was. But, it was where they didn't have the music or anything right. they had to use. I, I, think if, I, I think if you tightened up the editing and excised a shitload of it i mean like a, like take out like a solid hour plus of it you know everything with harvey corman everything with b arthur as much as i'm surprised they don't have dabney it. coleman in it <laughs> right wouldn't that be the trifecta of like you know cheesy tv actors of that style mm-hmm. yep I'm trying to think of that woman's name that I think should be in it too, and I'm, I'm Stockard Channing. It should have Stockard Channing in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. uh, I'm serious. You, you know, whittle as much as you possibly can out from like uh, Norton scenes and the stupid circus thing on the on the hollow chest table. I mean. Just whittle, well, you could whittle, cut it. Whittle. You yeah, could you cut, could cut that down to ten seconds of literally of the circus people coming out of there. You know, just a little aside shot. You know what I mean? Not yep. something that you have to actually stop and pay attention to. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think you could time. take that whole thing and and with some really really clever fancy editing and a shit ton of whittling. You could cut it down to like the length of like an episode of like Clone Wars, and it probably wouldn't be half bad, you know, because it, well, half of it would be that cartoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know? you know that you'd have the cartoon would take up a bulk of it, and you could end it, you know, right at the point where where Han's like, well, you know, I got you home for life day, you know, enjoy your family, and he leaves. I mean, that's pretty much yeah, right the after they chuck the stormtrooper. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. And and have that by you know so you totally skip that that nonsensical end to it where Carrie Fisher sings and we got Wookies and robes and all that stupid shit, you know. I, I I really think I challenge somebody out there to do. I bet you could do it. it it's probably for hell for all I know it's probably been done by now. I was just gonna say that I was gonna say don't count out that somebody hasn't already done it because. Yep. Um, it's funny I was I was. Uh, I um, found a torrent site that it was a membership only one but it was all fan edits it was just torrents of fan edits and there were t it seemed like there were just thousands and thousands of them so it's a uh, it's it's <laughs> there's definitely a lot of people doing them and if they're doing thousands of them somebody must have come upon this at some point at least especially if they're considering things that need it but uh yeah no that wasn't very painful at all i remember the most fun viewing i ever had of it was in the attic of my house on monroe avenue when uh when we were roomies because mm -hmm. that was the first time i'd seen it since it had originally come out yep 
and you had the video taped bootleg of it with all the commercials on it with fighting the frizzies and yep. and little station breaks for the tv station and all that stuff all that stuff is priceless yep yeah somewhere or other i still have it i I've, i could never bring myself to get rid of it because i paid you know you got to remember Out folks, the nose this, was, for yeah, it, this sure. was well before it, you know the the internet was a gleam in anybody's eye and so things like that were strictly you know in in you know fan circles and i saw it advertised in in some rinky dink you know it's probably like slime time or something like that right you know, it was it was some fancy something I, under I the had, rain, radar yeah exactly it was something i had just happened to pick up somewhere it was advertised in the back and i flipped out and then it was a giant rigmarole getting the thing because I pay, I want to say I paid a solid at least forty bucks maybe even fifty bucks for it, waited like six months for it and then it, I I had to start pestering the guy by you know this again was back in the days of snail mail, so I had to start sending constant letters going dude what the fuck I paid for this where's my shit. By the time I finally got it, I'm thinking like almost a year had passed. I finally got it in the mail. I was so excited to sit down and watch it because, you know, I, we, it only ever aired once. And we saw it. We were what? We would have been just just about i think we just turned 10 because it was the it was 1978 yeah, 78 so it was in the it was in the winter of 78 so we were 10 years old so you know we, we you know that was the memories we had was watching it as 10 year olds and and flipping out because it was star wars on tv you know and i remember sitting down to watch it and being like wow <laughs> this is not <laughs> what i remembered but not what I expected and not what I wanted. That was my original thought when I saw it. But when when I I remember when when I saw it, I it was actually like I had forgotten that it was that long. I was yeah. just like, holy shit! I forgot there was that this much of it to, because you know the the cartoon stood out large in my memory. Right. That made the biggest impression. And then there were little chunks here and there. And then I remember we were sitting there watching it going. This is still going. Oh my God! This is still going. Right. Well, I, you know, I didn't hate it. I mean, when I saw it as a kid, I was thrilling to it. You know, I thought it was awesome because, like I say, it was Star Wars and it was on TV. So I didn't remember any of the bad shit about it. I didn't remember B. Arthur being in it. I didn't remember the stupid Harvey Corman shit. All I remembered was it was Han and Chewie struggling to get to Kashyyyk. You know, there was the whole thing with Chewie's family. There was the awesome animated thing with Boba Fett. And I remember I had always, all these years, misremembered the thing with the Stormtrooper. I thought Chewie picked him up and flung his ass off the balcony. And so, you know, whenever a length of time goes by, I still default to that memory, thinking that that's how that scene goes. And it doesn't. He just kind of trips and falls. But the, that was pretty much all I remembered about it, you know. And See, I, remember I, I a think I might have been station with Luke, and that was about it. So uh, to me, it was awesome, you know. I I think I might have been, I I, was, I just had this thought. I might have been more disappointed in it because I watched it with my parents, and my parents were really, especially my dad, were really into Star Wars. You know, they they like when we went to see the movie, they were. You know, in, in, into it. I remember my dad would perk up whenever Star Wars something would come on TV. So we all sat down to watch it, and I remember my parents being sort of like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and, tu and like tuning out of, you know, tuning out. And when you're a little kid, you're really into, you know, what everybody else around you is doing too. So when my parents tuned out, I was probably like, oh, they don't like this for some reason, you know. So I probably picked up on that a little bit. And plus, even for a 10-year-old, some of the suck is a little hard to to miss, you know what I mean? Right. But it, the the thing about it is, is that cartoon wiped it all out for me. It, it it didn't matter how bad anything else was. That cartoon delivered the goods. It still delivers the goods. Yep. You know. See, and, I still uh, say that that cartoon saves this. You know, as horrible as other parts might be, it's the cartoon that redeems the special as a whole, and that's why I'll continue to defend it because that cartoon's awesome. It reminds me of, uh, remember, yeah, it had to be like six or eight months ago, maybe even more on a S Star Wars Monthly Monday, where s those um, people had made a little Han Solo and Chewie yeah. adventure with CG, but it sort of had the same sort of stylized style to it. Yep. And uh, that was great, too. I'd love to see more of those things, just sort of like, you know, down and dirty little Star Wars cartoons, you know, three-minute stories, you know, five-minute stories. Because, really, how long is that? I think it's like seven or eight minutes long. Maybe and they at most, they, yeah. They pack a lot of shit in it. It you know, moves, there's always yeah. something. There's always something going on to see, just like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it, it's, it brought the Star Wars to that special. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that's that's the moments in it that feel truly Star Wars, and and not like some goofy sitcom mashup or something. Shot on video. Thing. Yeah, a lot of it had to do with it, the shot on video on a soundstage look of it too. You know the, I mean these days, you know I mean uh, a lot of stuff that you see that could pass for film is is video now. But back in those days when. When you shot something on videotape as opposed to film, there was a marked difference. Oh yeah. In the way it looked, in the way it sounded, in the whole feel of it, you know, the the whole tone of the colors and everything. And so when you saw something on video, you automatically thought TV. You automatically thought cheaper, cheaper. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sit sitcom. In sitcoms, you could always tell the the really popular high grade sitcoms because they were shot on film with a dubbed in laugh track whereas the ones with the live audience were always you know shot on video they always looked a little you know they always had that sort of they, they had that like you're watching a play sort of feel to it so that had this to it too which just doesn't lend itself to star wars you know that <laughs> shot on video although now <laughs> It's uh, yeah, Star Wars is shot on video now, which is really hilarious, you know. Right. That Star Wars has come full circle now. Well, thank, where... thank God that this didn't have laugh tracks in it and stuff like that. I oh, mean, that God. just would have pushed Could it. Could you imagine? Yeah. That would have just pushed it. Filmed over in front of a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well. Chewbacca's Outfits by Big and Tall of Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, I say I, I, I say we call it. Happy Life Day, everybody. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. 
And now I'm going to sing a little song I've prepared for this. No, no, I will spare you after you've been on that. And um, keep listening. We got plenty of other Life Day events coming up this month. So uh, keep tuning in to Two True Freaks. Yep. Everything that we've talked about uh, doing for the regular show formats uh, will happen. It's just going to be uh, bumped back a month because uh, – all this month in our in our regular formats, we're suspending the 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 regular format to do Christmassy episodes within so. them. The, but we, at least we're still like you know doing the comics monthly Monday, Star Wars right. monthly Monday, Star Trek monthly Monday. They're all just gonna have yeah a little little Christmas edge to them. There you go. Those two words don't usually go together, but. Fuck it, I'll use them. I'll put I them think together. you guys are, uh, will really like what we've got uh, coming along. Mm-hmm. We've got some. I think we've got some nice surprises in a in a Christmas Eve vein coming along. So there you go. Yeah, and then uh, you can uh, look forward to your normal two true freaks format returning in 2012. Merry Merry Christmas! Have a Christmas with glee. Here's a little toy, any girl or boy certainly would love to see. Merry, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to who? Take a guess, yes, yes. Merry Christmas to you, here is a baseball that grows itself. If you've been good this year, it may appear on your toy shelf. Do we have the data on what to get the Wookiee this year? He already has a comb, you know. Yes, we have finally computed the perfect gift. Here it is, a brush. Perfect. Merry Christmas to you. Here's a toy robot that goes to sleep. Can you believe the way he does it is by counting sheep? One sheep, two sheep, three sheep. Merry, Merry Christmas. Have a Christmas with glee. Have a little fun, eat a honey bun, decorate a Christmas tree. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to who? Take a guess. Yes, yes. Merry Christmas to you. Here is a I think he put the costume on. Hey, did you tickle me? I did not tickle you. Well, you didn't do it, then who did? Yes, yes, Merry Christmas to you. Have another little guess. Yes, yes, Merry Christmas to you. Just one more guess. Yes, yes, Merry Christmas to you. We said. Do you ever find yourself going to Amazon.com and uh, buying some record or movie or some stupid thing that two true freaks have been talking about so that you can catch up on it or you've been reminded of it or something? Well, now, how about this? Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to twotruefreaks.libsyn.com and follow our link to Amazon.com. When you do that, if you buy something over at Amazon, we get a little cut out of it which is awesome because we love money and it won't cost you a thing. 
Did you know you can sponsor an episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows? That's right. Simply click the PayPal link on our website, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy and there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. I think why they call you the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. I am Boba Fett. I am Boba Fett. I am Boba Fett. I am Boba Fett. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.libsyn.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. Libsyn is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Join our forum at forumforgeeks.com where you can discuss all of the shows on our feed with us and your fellow listeners. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. And hey, you can friend me, Scott Gardner, on Facebook too. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T-G-A-R-D-N-E-R. You can friend me on Facebook too, if you can find me. Now available, Two True Freaks t-shirts. See our website for details. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check that out at www.comicspodcast.com, where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. We are also members of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com league. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of... Two, Two true, true freaks. What if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. What if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. I have made contact with the rebels and all is proceeding as you wish, Darth Vader. of our agreement, nor was giving hand to this bounty hunter. That was never a condition of our agreement, nor was giving hand to this bounty hunter. That was never a condition of our agreement, nor was giving hand to this bounty hunter. What if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. With Captain Solo in the cargo hold. With Captain Solo in the cargo hold. With Captain Solo in the cargo hold. With Captain Solo in the cargo hold.
good to me dead. He's no good to me dead. He's all yours, He's all yours, He's all yours, He's all yours, What if he doesn't survive? He's worth a lot to me. Boba sure fooled the rest of us. Boba sure fooled the rest of us. Boba sure fooled the rest of us. Future Freaks has been brought to you today by Damanzo Corps of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U.